That's right, everybody. It's time for America's favorite sports show. It's that their sportscast with Jason Johnson and Jack Neal. All right, everybody. Welcome to that there sports show. Uh, this is a sportscast with me, your host, Jason Johnson, and Jack Neal. What's going on, everybody? And uh, Jack and I are uh, sports fans. Uh, and by sports fans, I mean we're fans of uh, the NFL. Primarily, I am a Dallas fan, and Jack is a yeah, Houston uh, fan. Houston Texans fan. Houston Texans. Uh, the day. pretenders to the throne here <laughs> for Texas football. Uh so so anyway, um, and we decided to do a show about the Texans in Dallas this season, which hell, we don't even know if NFL's coming back. So yeah, and then that morphed into well, maybe we'll talk about some other sports stuff too, and then we'll see how that goes. And well, we so. talked about we've been talking about this for like yeah, I'd say close to like nine months to a year. Like yeah. it's just been something we should we've been like oh we should do it yeah, and then we were gonna wait till the season started and. Then, I don't know. It's something we were discussing a second ago when we tried to record. Yeah. I, I don't know if the NFL will come back. I don't yeah. know if it'll come back in the way. I do. I did have a story. Now, I can't bring my phone up, but it was the way Dallas was going to handle it. Yeah. And, like, you had to buy uh, it was something like uh, almost like every game. It was, so, it was basically like you can only buy two tickets. You're going to be in a pod. It's going to be. It's Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's crazy. It's it, it, but you know, I mean, hey, it, it, they're trying. You know, it's a hell of a lot better than uh, that high school tournament that the NHL's trying out right now. And yeah, uh, I like the concept of it. I just didn't catch the first one, and yeah. I'm not a. Uh, I love hockey, but I just don't have a team. I don't follow it enough. It's yeah. a long season. Yeah. That's Basketball's getting played in a bubble, you know. And those have been entertaining to watch. Yeah. Um, it's very – have you watched any of it at all? I haven't had a chance to yet. I was going to watch one. Um, I guess uh, they, they pulled me in, damn it, because my inner 13-year-old, I guess there's going to be a Mandalorian advertisement during the – uh, Lakers Trailblazers game on Saturday. Okay, cool. and so I, I'm going to have to watch the whole thing to see this Mandalorian uh, trailer. Uh, you won't be disappointed. I've yeah. watched a couple of them. We'll get to it later, but I've it, it won't. The weird thing is when you watch it though. Now is they pipe in uh, audience noise, and either they pipe yeah. it in or it's like so like you. It's, uh, it's like watching 2K. It's weird. <laughs> it, everyone's like zooming in, so you have the background, and it's like right. fifty or something people on a screen. But then, like, they'll play music as they're going down. But sometimes the DJ will mess up, and I'm I, not lying. I forget which game it was, but it was like we got the beat, we got the beat, and you're watching yeah. people play basketball. <laughs> you're like, what is going on? Like, no, I want to hear them talk. Like, yeah, that's the that's been. We're jumping all over, but that's been the beautiful part about UFC is you're watching two guys fight, and now you can hear them like talk shit to each other if they yeah. need be. It's yeah. it, that has been very entertaining. Sports in the time of well, you were telling me about one the other day where the guy got punched in the since there's no audience, you actually heard the dude's teeth clack together. Yeah, yeah. it was loud. It yeah. sounded like. Now I think about it, I need to go back and watch the time. Maybe it was that close of like maybe it was the brick. Yeah. Clack for 10 seconds because it was at the end of the round. But, yeah, right. Stipe Miocic just clobbered Cormier right in the teeth, right in the jaw, and just bam. 
You yeah. just heard that slap. You're like, oh, no. Like, this is bad. And you've seen some. Um, I think it was uh, Justin Poirier. When he was fighting Dan Hooker, uh, he got caught with two nut shots or something. And then an announcer said, like, you know, the first one's okay. The second one, you're like, come on, what are you doing? And yeah. two seconds later, you heard the guy go, yeah, listen to Bisbing. It's like that yeah. type of stuff is really funny and entertaining. Yeah. Also, too, with the UFC one that was entertaining, uh, the Cormier and uh, Stipe fight, was Stipe at one point got Cormier up against his corner. Yeah. And was just holding him there. And I guess in a move, you throw your arm, you throw your arms as high as you can. Now his arms are locked, so you can just go to town like with knees or wear him down or whatever. Right. But his corner was just casually talking like me and you to him, like, okay, now raise your arms right yep raise them right there now do this now wow. do this yeah. yeah that stuff you normally hear them in the corners yelling because there's a, a huge crowd there screaming and and uh, and whatnot yeah and so yeah. it's entertaining i think so, maybe the nfl should not go of the way of um trying to bring an audience back yeah maybe they should all play in their practice bubbles you know yeah, like fly to one true go to the practice yeah. bubble and and do they that. could they could definitely do that i think that's it, definitely conceivable yeah, I mean, and, and why not, you know? I mean, it's, it, it, it would be just like everything else in 2020. It's just a year of firsts. Right. A year of, you know, things that – thinking about the world in a different way, you know. And so, it, it, it to me, I mean, let's face facts. The NFL, they make their money off of merch sales. Yes, they make they their do. money off of advertising. They're not making their money off ticket sales. Right. And so, so it's to me trying to get all the fans back into the stands is just I got a nickel and dime every bit out of it I can. I need to squeeze this rock till it bleeds. Because you also got to think know? of concessions and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, and I and I get that, but you know, th- this is just the year where you call all that a loss. Yeah, you know, and say let's just well. Put the players on the field. They'll play the sport, but that's it. And these know? guys are billionaires. Then the loss they're going to take is not that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I and, and I guess that makes sense as to why the Dallas story popped up because he's got Jerry Jones got one of like the biggest stadiums. Yeah, you know. So of course yeah. he's got to make his money back. He just freshly put that over there. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense when you look at it that way. But at the same time. All these non-audiences and and lower um, lower volumes in the sta- uh, stadiums has been also a very fun thing to watch. Oh yeah, yeah. And in football, I mean, that's going to be very interesting to see if there are no fans, you know, in the stands because I mean that's the twelfth man. Right. That's why you see, you know, the 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 defense out there telling the home team, you know, fans say, hey, bring up the noise, you know, screw yeah. up their quarterback. You know, make it to where they can't hear their play. So, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. In Seattle, one of the loud, uh, loudest audiences, they say. Seattle, and then uh, I think the next one down is the Superdome in New Orleans. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during a during a New Orleans uh, Saints game, it gets like hella loud in there, like deafeningly loud in there. Right. Yeah. I've never been to uh, the Super. I've only been to NRG Stadium, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's all. I've just to watch, you know, the Texans play. That's it. Right. Yep. And I'm three and zero and watching them live. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should uh, be offered, you know, maybe this thing will blow up. I'll get credentials. That'd be great. It's going to be uh, hilarious for me talking about going to the stadium to see your team. I, it, now that Brady and Gronk are in Tampa Bay, yeah, uh, seeing people actually show up and be fans of ta- Tampa Bay because I went to Cowboys game when I was stationed in Florida. Um, I was uh, went in Tampa Bay. I went to go see them play the Buccaneers. Yeah, and uh, the in the stands were blue from all of the Cowboys jerseys. Yeah. in there because it there there were just no Tampa Bay fans there and. So it'll be interesting to see how they bring out a fan base in Tampa. Well, there is definitely something to uh, y'all, the, the Cowboys being, I mean, just such a presence in the country. Yeah, I mean that it's it's usually like them, and then I would say uh, um, the Patriots. While yeah, all the that whole dynasty right. was going on. Dang, who's the third I just had in my head that people, like, really show out for? I feel like it is, like, a Seattle. Like, I feel like that whole yeah. side of the country really takes after that. I had a um, I had a friend of mine that owned a, a sports store. It was, you know, jerseys, crap like that. Right. And um, he told me that there are three huge fan bases that never – have a problem selling out of their merch they follow their teams no matter what can i guess sure go ahead okay i want to say cowboys yes cowboys for sure all sports no 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 just football oh just just football football? crap yeah i was gonna say the lakers and uh the yankees yeah oh man oh the yankees are for sure for baseball yeah though the yankees fans will show up no matter what right oh wow Wow. Okay. Now I really got the Bears. No. Oh, really? No. Nope. We got some Warefeather Bear fans up there. Yeah. Okay. Third one. Let's see if I can bring it home. Who the hell did I just say? Oh, uh, uh, the, uh, Patriots. the Patriots. Yeah. Well, the Patriots may be up there now. This has been a, a couple, three years ago, but that, but yeah. Um, no, it was uh, Dallas. Yes. The Steelers. Uh, yeah. And okay. Green Bay. Those three fan bases will show up to buy merch no matter how bad the team is doing. They'll always fill the stands. They love their team. Now, Pittsburgh doesn't surprise me. It makes sense. Green Bay, I yeah. should have guessed. Green yeah. Bay, I for it's sure should It's the only fan-owned team. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's – it's yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Man. Uh, God, what was I going to say off that? It was something – oh, Pitts, uh, how many uh, Super Bowls has uh, Green Bay won? Oh God! I think it's four. Well, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I bet the Patriots. They are won one, three, and then they have that one, and then yeah, I think it's four. Yeah. Well, I mean, it kind of shows when you have yeah. championships behind you, no matter what. Like any year could be your year. That's why the this year, and I hate it. I so badly don't want this to happen for the Cowboys, but the, they have a great setup team and they also yeah. have a great coach now. I really like Mike McCarthy. Yeah. I've never understood why Green Bay let him go. Um, I guess, uh, uh, you know, him yeah. and Rodgers. I guess him and Rodgers just didn't meld together. They they say that's not it, but that's, you can tell it's just the, this is the media answer. But, yeah, that's what it was. For some reason, him and Rodgers just didn't mesh, man. But what if, like, you found out something so horrible, though, where he's just like, 
Yeah, Mike tried to fuck Danica. Like, what the fuck you want me to do about well, it? Well, yeah, yeah. Then I think at that point, <laughs> Can you imagine like, a, a tell-all book comes out where you're like, "Whatever happened? Oh, the coach tried to cheat on yeah. his wife. Oh, okay, I got it. Yeah. Well, well it would be hilarious if Mike did fuck. Danica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be yeah. like, God damn, Aaron Rodgers got cucked by a fifty-year-old fat man. <laughs> what the fuck's up with Aaron? Right in the yeah. garage too. Yeah. 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 Just, <laughs> not even the, not even the track garage. It's the home garage where they're just they're fucking on top of a Honda Civic. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> it's Earl's garage. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I don't have any real NFL news since we're talking about it. Do yeah. you look? Do you have something? Uh, well, or? I mean, I was I was thinking Des Bryant. I I was going to mention this because he was. Such a good receiver for the Cowboys. I really liked him. You know, he had some problems when he was very young, when right. he went bankrupt. But the, he's actually one of the ones that showed them they needed to uh, put uh, 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 some sort of training for rookies in to teach them how to make their money last and all that. Right. But he's always been a good guy, and he was a good player. And I felt, you know, when it was time for him to part ways with Dallas, I I was happy because he found a home with New Orleans, and then he got there. And in their first practice, I think he tore his Achilles. I f- yeah, it was something devastating. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. It was really bad. Um, apparently, that's all healed up. He went and uh, he had a tryout with the Ravens. Right. Um, they didn't come away with a deal, but they said there may be one, and I'm really hoping he gets one. I, you know, I, I could see it with the Ravens, know. although I don't I really. At any point, is he just going to be a decoy that can catch if they need him to? Well, that in in plus, here's the other thing that you can think about with Des, very young quarterback, very young, uh, who is amazing, right? Um, but he could kind of be that veteran that comes in and anchors that offense. True. Yeah. You know, and that's and that's important having someone with experience there that can that can come in. Like you said, he may not be their go-to receiver, but he can at least spread the field out cuz he is a threat. Yeah. And he brings that old man vibe of, "Hey guys, you know, let's let's I've been here before and, you know, let's do this thing." And spreading the field out I, I always assume – that's the funniest thing about me in sports. I just always assume. Yeah. And I'm like, I think with context clues I got it. But – so yeah. spreading the field out is essentially him just going out to that corner and you're like, oh, shit, we, now yeah. we have to go watch you him. You have to go He's cover him. He's not close. Yeah, yeah. okay. You, yeah. Now you can't double team the, the number one receiver because now you actually have to worry about this other guy across and the And where field. he's going to go. Yeah. And where he's going to be. And so – and then when you spread the field out, too, it helps your running game because suddenly now you have to cover deep down the field. Well, shit, now we got to, you know, how do we also cover the run game, you know? Right. Because we never know what's coming at us with them. I think that's the reason why Dallas is going to be so good this year is because they have that run threat. They have the deep threat. They have the across-the-middle threat. And so the other teams are just going to be so spread out trying to cover every single man on the field right. that they're they're just not going to be able to do it. Plus, I mean, hell, last year and the year before, he proved it. Dak, you know, if he needs to, he can tuck that ball and run, Yeah, you know. And so, I mean, it's insane. It, it, yeah, this is a 
you know, it, it sucks COVID happened this year because, in all honesty, I think this is probably one of the best years we've we've had as far as chances going in to win a Super Bowl. Well, now, I guess this brings up a good question of if anybody wins the Super Bowl this year, if they even get to that, or even if our world gets to that, yeah. do we count it? Well, it's, it's a full season. As long as they don't shorten the season. Yeah. As long as they don't go to, like, a shortened playoff situation. As long as the games are played as they would be. Right. Um, yeah. You know. Um, well, they knocked off preseason, but I don't think yeah, players nor audience matter, care. Yeah. No. So, we don't. No. That obviously would not matter. No. It's, I think it's it, as long as you don't shorten the games that count. Right. You know, and that's and that's the regular season and then the playoffs. And then. You know, I mean, unfortunately, all these other sports, yeah, there will forever be an asterisk next to this season, you know, for for them because they caught the brunt of this and they had to just completely stop playing their sports. Well, we can move – in a second, we can move on to NBA. Yeah. I'll give, I've thought about that. I've thought about that with all these. Um, I do have a, a thought about the NBA one, but before yeah. we move on – uh, so clearly Dallas and you are ride or die for the oh, season. Yeah, yeah for yeah. life. Yeah, okay. life. I, dude, I got a tattoo on my arm right. with the Dallas Cowboys football helmet. Yeah, I'm pretty much stuck. Yeah, and I didn't get drunk enough to get a Texans one yet, but <laughs> you never know. I'll um, get you out there one night. We'll I'll, get I'll you say, one. I'm only 31. We got a lot of life left to That's live. That's right. And you're immortal, so hey, big right. Sun fans. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um. I yeah, I'm just gonna go with uh, Houston, and we'll see what happens. That's yeah. that's the mind of a Texans fan. Man. I know some fans that are always, man, this guy coming in, we yeah. lost this, whatever. I think the biggest thing this season for the Texans to look at is for one, we, I think at this point, if you're a fan and you're not committed to a Super Bowl like style. As far as, like, yeah. even a fan. I used to be a fan that was like, we're making the playoffs, that's great. Because we suck. We, we, and right. That's the way we always start. Or that's the way they – that's going to be a big thing on this podcast. Yeah. I want to hear a dinger every time I say we because I don't have shit to do with that team. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, – but, you know, fucking well, uh, O'Brien. Yeah. Sorry. Let me finish. But thought about it. O'Brien, I think – is taking after making such harsh changes, especially as a GM now. Yeah. I think he may possibly, and this is thinking very positively for him getting rid of Hopkins. Yeah. I think he's just taking some of that Bill Belichick energy where he came from. Yeah. And of just this no attitude, it's my way or the highway. I, we've seen success with, success with Belichick. We're doing it right here now, and we'll, you know, let's roll. And I'm just sitting there going, I hope enough of that juju yeah. rubbed off. Well, we've talked about it a couple of times, and I think we both agree. It, it's it's his it's his move that, you know, this is the biggest gamble of a career ever. Yeah. Because the GM and the coach, it is you are either going to be viewed after this season – as the biggest geniuses of all time for making the moves you made. Yeah. Or 
it's instantaneous. You're fired because the fans are done with you. Well, I you, think it was that was the biggest dumbass move you could have made. I mean, I think he was on the chopping block this year, and that's why a lot of fans were blown away whenever he became the GM as well, and then started making crazy moves. Yeah. yeah. I think the biggest thing, if you can watch anything from that goddamn Kansas City game last year, where they went up by so much, and then you watched him yeah. make two or three critical mistakes, and a lot of it, to me, was about having faith in – the team or the energy on the field at that moment. Yeah. Like, I can't remember in what order it went, but I know he stopped a fourth and one and decided to send out the punting team or the field goal team. And then the next one that was like fourth and 12, well, he decided to go for it. And it's like, no, you made the mistake yeah. way too long ago. Like, you need to flip what your strategy was. You needed to flip it. But now it's too late. Like, you're now getting your ass beat. And then right. you could just kind of see the team just be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. I think yeah. at least that was my uh, uh, armchair analysis from where I was sitting watching that yeah. game, crying it, into a beer. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, who knows? I, it, it, it may have come down to this year, you know, maybe he went in and he sat down with uh, the owners and was like, listen. I know I can build you a team, um, but I'm having a problems with your star player. Now, I need to make a move yeah. that the fans are going to hate us for. Yeah, Make me the GM. I'll make that move, and I'll take the brunt of it. Yeah. But I guarantee you, if you let me make this move, I can build you a good team that will win a Super Bowl. And then, and then cut to the scene of Hopkins just waking up, rubbing his eyes, and being like, what, what? And it's just the Cardinals mascot head in his bed. Yeah. <laughs> no! Want <laughs> to make him an offer he can't refuse. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I – that's – yeah, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm with the Texans. I, I'll roll with them. I never watched football before. At like twenty one, I started watching the Texans. I'll I'll ride with them. Yeah, but I, I oh, I, this year hurts so much to not even advance past. Kansas I wonder City. how pissed you'd be if you got really drunk one night and I took you to go get your Texans tattoo and you woke up with a Dallas star on you. Oh yeah, oh dude. that would be awesome. Yeah, um, that would I, I would be pretty angry. I bet you would. Yeah. I'd be like, this shit's permanent. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's like some Ari Shafir level shit right there, man. I would definitely be like, I mean, I completely get the joke, but you yeah. went the wrong. You took a left, left, and then a yeah. right on. Where did you? Yeah. Well, you were all over the place with this. Yeah, one. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be terrible. Please don't do that. No, no, no. I would never do that. You I would, would end, never do that. You would end a lot of friendship in yeah. that. That would be a lot of nonchalance. Like, like, like if I had Ari Shafir money. I would do that oh. because then I could also pay for your tattoo removal after I did it, or or even better, have one of those fake ones put on yeah. that they did. You know, it just oh, comes like off after a few days, yeah. and just lets you roll with it and be like, "Yeah, dude," and just see how pissed off you got for the three or four days until it came off. Now I now I'm turning a little because you said you would pay to get it removed. 
You wouldn't pay to get a cover up, which is where people typically uh, jump. Yeah, yeah. But I do like the style of like, no, it's either the Dallas Star or a Scar. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I refuse to pay for anything else. For sure. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Well, we're so, gonna. I, I wanted to move it over to the things we don't, uh, or you definitely don't follow as much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I follow the NBA a little bit, and I'm a Rockets fan. I guess I could have waited to the end to say that, but I am a Rockets fan. Um, again, though, the season is very long. I, I, yeah. I will definitely say I'm a fair weather fan. Like I, whatever happens in between the season, I'll keep up with the news and stuff. But it's I don't watch every game. I don't follow it religiously. Now, when playoffs happen, and and you know, I want them to be in it, and I like watching that. Yeah. It's almost like watching the NFL season in just a month. I mean, that's what I really right find inter- entertaining. Now, if they ever get to a point where they can't be in the playoffs, well, then I guess I'll start following regular season. I'm not just yeah. going to jump. I know some people that will. Uh, the Lakers, uh, there's a lot of Milwaukee Bucks fans now that are like, yeah. oh, look at you. I thought you were Warriors last year. What happened? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is very frustrating about some of these other sports. Yeah. Yeah, you can just fall into that. Um, what I, I took a couple notes here. Oh, a very I found this very interesting. There was a guy from, I believe, I think it was Utah. It was like Utah Heater playing whatever. Guy tries to run around the screen. He gets his block knocked off. I mean, he did like a helicopter-looking spin. Yeah. There, they pause down the game. It's it's about twenty minutes, and the um, the guy says, "Well, this is just a weird situation because of due to the limited amount of people we can have in the bubble, not every team brought their own doctors." Yeah, and you're like, "What? Like that's crazy." Yeah, that, I, that was my first reaction. It was just like, "Why would you not pay to have the doctor?" Your there? doctor's the one thing that you would want to have in the bubble. And I'm wondering if they if they did it to where I mean, they had to put this dude on a stretcher to get him out of there. It looked like Good a very God. freak accident because when you yeah. see it, it's not as crazy for yeah. them having to go through that whole process. But I was thinking maybe it's also like we're trying to save. We're trying to save a little bit. So if they get injured, they're not coming back into the bubble. You know, right. maybe yeah. that was the thought. But I thought that would be – I thought that was weird the NBA wouldn't require you to bring your team doctor. Yeah. And I guess they're just rolling with those doctors. Yeah, that is odd. I, You know, because <laughs> – I mean, it ain't like they're going to be, you know, running a COVID victims unit inside the bubble. But, you know, still – you know, the doctors, I mean, injuries are going to occur. To me, that would be the number one thing that I would want in there with my team that is making millions of dollars and I need them on the court. Yeah. That, yeah, I want my doctor there. You know, uh, 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 I'm sorry that, that Bubba needs his trainer. Well, he's not coming in. This is COVID bubble. We need the doctor here more than you need your nutritionist right now. You know, it's. And they're not even letting like their families and shit in. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's crazy. I did. I, I wish I would have done the research a little bit better, but I did hear, I believe, uh, because the playoffs are now on. It's, it's yeah. on. San Antonio didn't make the playoffs, by the way, the first time in like 20 something years. I don't know if I even wrote the year down. Yeah, and it's since 1997. This is the yeah. first year they didn't make it. Which I, wow. which I, by the way, I went and saw a, uh, uh, who a Minnesota Timberwolves, yeah. who got the lotto pick last night. Which good for them because between them and the Spurs, who had no stars, had no passion 
it yeah. was I could have gone and watched a college game. <laughs> I realized in that moment I'm like, oh, I just like basketball and I like the Rockets, yeah. but I don't like. I could have, I could have, we could have saved a lot of money instead of going all the way out there. Yeah. But it's fun. I mean, fun time. I, I do, I used to play basketball a little bit. I was never good. I was the best defender I felt like on the team, which yeah. is always called the worst player if all you're good at is defense. Yeah. Um, so I have a little experience in it and I do, it, it's, it's cool to watch everything kind of form. Yeah. As we talked about, like on our other podcast, the Big Sad podcast, we were talking yeah. about how it almost is like an art. You right. watch it, like the the plays form and everything. Um, so yeah, I uh, well the, you know, you're talking about being a Houston fan and all that, and I kind of follow the Spurs a little bit, but since I moved to Central Texas, but excuse me, um, I grew up in the era of you know, I'm the Last Dance. You know the, right. the the Jordan Pippen era, uh, the the Isaiah Thomas era, the mailman. You know the, the all these like there was these star players. Yes, and a lot of times you you didn't follow a team, you followed a player. Yeah, and that was and that's kind of how I've been over the last few years with baseball, pretty or baseball basketball. I mean, um, it, with basketball, it's been pretty much. Um, Where's LeBron, LeBron playing for me? Okay. Because I, you know, and, and that's following him uh, to Miami and then following him back to Cleveland and following the Lakers, you know. Right. And, and it, before that, it was, okay, I'm, I'll watch Kobe. Um, because to me, I, I grew up in that era where you tuned into a Bulls game not to see the Bulls win a game. You tuned in to see whatever crazy shit Jordan and Pippen were going to do on that court that night, right? Yeah, you know, and so, um, so yeah, I, th- that's kind of how I follow it. And you are right, though, since I moved here and I've know some Spurs fans because if you live in Central Texas, you're going to know Spurs fans, and rightly so. Like you said, they've been in the playoffs every year since 1997. I yeah, mean, for Christ's sakes, you know, Popovich is like yeah that whole entire. Run with Tim Duncan yeah. and I think Kevin Robinson. I think was it? I know yeah. Robinson was his last name. And with Pop, I mean that whole David te- Robinson. There you go. Yeah. Thank you. That whole team is yeah. never talked about as one of could be mm. up there with one of the greats, yeah. which is a shame. Yeah. And they and and the thing is is um that yeah well the, David Robinson was a big story for me whenever I was a kid because. Anyway, I'll tell you that in a minute. But uh-huh. but but you are right about talking about having no stars right now, right. and that you definitely in a rebuilding mode. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see where the Spurs go, to see how long fans will put up with them not being in the playoffs, considering the run they've had throughout the years. Right. Um, yeah, David Robinson was funny for me because um I got his uh I actually may still have it somewhere it is rookie card and oh, really? uh, yeah and it was a there was a big thing about him because he had gone through college uh in the navy and he i'm sorry he had to serve four years before he could come in and, and play basketball so he got drafted four years before he could play Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now it's starting to it's starting to come to me. Yeah. I thought you said he went to Navy. No, no, like no, 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 no. Okay. No, no. He he had a commitment because he was he had uh, I think he had 
been in college, he was in the Navy like ROTC. And so once you do that, you have a four-year commitment to serve. Right. And so, yeah, he had to serve his four years. So he ends up coming out being this great basketball player. He gets drafted, and then after he gets drafted for four years, can't even play basketball because he's got to go off and be in the Navy. Um, they, I think they finally worked out a deal where they got him out and got him playing. But still, um, I can just remember all that happening, and I and I bought a pack of basketball cards and got lucky enough and got his rookie card in it. And I was like, oh, man, it's so cool. That Shit, is you know? crazy. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, oh, man, I used to collect baseball cards big time. Unfortunately, uh, through events that happened here a while back, I lost all of them. But, oh, no. Dude, oh, I had I – had, uh, I had rookie cards from 85 for all the big stars in baseball from like, oh, probably from 1980 till 1993, 94 when I stopped collecting. Right. I had Mickey Mantles. I had Roberto Clemente. And I I had all these classic cards. I had Reggie Jackson, not his rookie card, but I had his second year card, Dave Winfield's rookie card. Oh, yeah, I used to collect baseball cards big time. And I used to be able to talk baseball, but not anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, the baseball one will be funny once we get to it. I mean, yeah. baseball, yeah. I'm sorry. I was just staring at you dumbfounded while you were talking about David Robinson not giving you anything. Yeah. I, 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 sometimes when I hear those stories, it does. I just trail off sometimes and think, could you imagine you, you served in the Air Force for 20 yeah. years. Yeah. Could you imagine you're in that situation, you get off the the ship or whatever you're on yeah. or where you were at, yeah. and then you go on to be a championship basketball player? I mean, yeah. that's a crazy yeah. life to lead. That's like, you know. That's, a, that's amazing. Roger Stahlbach. Yes, I know. You know, yeah. yeah. He, it, same thing, you know, I mean. He was with Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Went, to, went to Vietnam, I think, and the whole nine yards, yeah. I mean, right. he. he and then, yeah, then goes and plays for Dallas and, and takes them to Super Bowls and does the whole, you know, everything. I mean, basically, you know, you're talking earlier about how Dallas is such a big thing nationally. That was created by Roger Staubach. I mean, he's the right. one who said when, they, when the reporter asked him, why is there a hole in the roof of Texas Stadium? And he said, that's so God can watch his, watch his team play. Yeah. And that's he's the one who created that. He's, well, actually, a Sports Illustrated writer – he's always been credited with saying we're America's team, but it wasn't him. It was a Sports Illustrated writer that actually wrote that Dallas was America's team. Yeah. And uh, so – Jesus yeah. Christ, y'all were. Yeah. I don't know if you are anymore. You're, you're neck no, and neck. No, it's not anymore. It's – you know, I think in that era they were yeah. and, and all, but no. Now it, now I think it's it's it, – it's anybody's game, you know. It's, it's just it – just, You know who I think – no one went with – the Patriots, you know, like that, yeah. that wasn't going to be America's team, but the one that kind of had a little bit of a, a hint of it that it was coming was um, the Seahawks. I think if they would have beat yeah. the Patriots, yeah, they would have started working more and more and more. Maybe not to America's team. I don't know if y'all will ever get bested by that. Yeah, but they were. I mean, I was into them. Yeah. Like, there's a thing too. I don't know if you ever do this. I'll watch. I'll follow, and by follow I mean when they're on TV, I'll watch their game if the Texans aren't on. Right. A uh, NFC team. You know, like I'll follow what it was. And, man, I was totally with Richard Sherman and the, the Seahawks, the yeah. Legion of Boom. Oh, yeah. Dude. 
And, and two, it's also my my dad, being who he is, kind of gave this to me, which makes no sense at all, of course. Uh, uh, Earl Thomas is from like twenty minutes away from yeah. where Dad grew up, where I was raised. Like, so there is yeah. a bit of that, yeah. like, oh yeah, and having Richard Sherman. I think, uh, dude, I don't know about you. Richard Sherman to me is one of my favorite people. Yeah. In sports, him, Marshawn Lynch was on that team. Marshawn, yeah, that's that's mine. That's, I, he's if I'm gonna, you know, if I if I break it down to players, yeah, Marshawn's one of my favorites, man. And what an interesting Skittles and Beast Mode, come on, man. <laughs> and what an interesting dynamic that team must have had, considering the fact that they had Pete Carroll just. Showing those chicklets every time on T, just yeah. grinning. Yeah. And then Russell Westbrook is uh, what? Not Russell, not Russell Westbrook. Uh, <laughs> so that's yeah. the guard for the Rockets. Right. Um, um, uh, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Russell, uh, Russell Peters. Wilson? Nope, he's a comedian. Russell, uh, Russell, Russell uh, Wilson. Yeah, is that yeah. it? Yeah, you got it. Uh, him doing kind of the same happy act, and then you got yep. Richard Sherman, and you got Marshawn Lynch, almost being these kind of rogue guys of like yeah. the the I'm just here so I don't get fined scenario. Yeah. That was amazing. I mean that was like, yeah, these guys are kind of leading the charge and like you don't own us motherfuckers. Like right. we play with you and you pay us, but like we're not slaves to y'all. Right. Yeah. I don't know how we got on that, but I Yeah, yeah. We went all the way from the NBA back into football and that goes to show you folks yeah. how much we love football here. <laughs> I'm going to torture Jason with my stories now. Yeah. I was going to bring in everything and be like, I don't know. I didn't hear anything on the NFL this week. Yeah, either. yeah. I will say, I again, if if you, you're you going to be lucky if you really do watch the uh, Portland uh, yeah, yeah. and Lakers game. It's great. You say you like watching stars for one. LeBron's on that team. Right. They have on the opposite end uh, for Portland who pretty much became – he's been MVP of the bubble. He got fifty seven, dropped fifty seven against them in their first game, God damn. and took and took the game from the Lakers. They got yeah. smashed though yesterday. Lakers put a whoop ass on the fucking Trailblazers yesterday. Damn. It was almost like, yeah. oh fuck this kid. Yeah, but uh, Damian Lillard, he's great to watch. So yeah. watch, yeah, watch the two if you like okay. watching stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, and of course the Lakers have Anthony Davis, who's a great player as well. But it's right. It really is like these two against the one. I think I was telling you what what was what is also very disappointing about the season kind of going and ending the way it is, is I told you at the very beginning, like, I'm going to follow it a little more because it's each team has a duo. It's like every team had a duo that could do something. Of course, you know, the, the uh, – Golden State Warriors didn't end up having it. Steph Curry ended up injuring himself. Right. Teams like San Antonio, you know, they're just in a slump year. Yeah. But, I mean, everyone who's in the playoffs right now, they have, like, these dynamic duo things going on. It's right. great. So, it's been fun. Again, I'm watching the Rockets. They're hopefully going to smash OKC. They did it two nights in a row. And, yeah, uh, yeah as it goes on, I'll, I'll, I'll bore you all with stuff I've picked up, like small ball. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> But so I'm going to follow the Rockets. You're just going to follow LeBron. I like Pro that. Yeah, I think it, it's probably where I'll end up being on this. Yeah, because. And I like LeBron. I'm yeah. a huge fan of LeBron. I'm a huge LeBron fan. I think he's a great person along with being a great player. Yeah. You know. Um, we can move on from there to yeah. baseball, which, uh, when? 
Did baseball give us a story? Yeah. And it involves the NFL, weirdly enough. Just play. Yeah. We'll play the clip. Yeah. This, yeah. this is a Reds commentator not realizing the Cincinnati Reds. He did not realize his mic was on. And this must have been pregame, right? The yeah. way. It, yeah. Okay. I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. As there's a drive and a deep left field by Castellanos, it'll be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. I don't know if I'll be putting on this headset again. And that's where I guess the clip cuts off on YouTube. Yeah, and that's that's uh, Cincinnati Reds broadcaster Tom Brenneman. Uh, he, it, if you want to see the clip for yourself, it's that Cincinnati Red, uh, Reds announcer Tom Brenneman uses anti-gay slur. Uh, and yeah, he did not realize that his mic was on for that part. Yeah. And, and and you hear him start announcing shortly after he says that is like, right. Hey, I want to test the mic by saying this stupid shit. Okay. And click and you're watching Cincinnati Reds baseball, you know, and it's, you know, and for a guy to lose his job. And I want to clarify something real quick. Yeah. The humor that I see in that clip is he's been doing it so long, his world is falling apart, but he still has to announce that. Yeah. Hit. Like, you yeah. hear the crack of the bat when he's yeah. given that beginning of his speech, and yeah. it's like, all right, I got to stop down from trying to save my career yeah, to build yeah. up another guy's. Yeah. And, it, it, of course, <laughs> I feel like I shouldn't have to explain this, but sometimes you do. I was not laughing at the fact he uses the slur. Right. It is the fact yeah. that this guy, I mean, even at the end going, I don't know if I'm going to be putting on another headset here, folks. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just because he immediately goes, because he, he he says, and I love this because he's like, because he's like, yeah, I uh, I consider myself to be a man of faith. <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, that's going deep. Yep, that's going to be a home run. And, uh, you know, I don't know if tomorrow I'm going to have these headsets on again. I, you know, it, you, it's almost like he's, he. it's almost like a fucking, uh, who's the guy? Uh, he's got his podcast zapped. Uh, he does the fake commentating. He's oh, so funny. Oh, Bob Minery. Bob Minery. It, it's almost like a Bob Minery. It, like, it is, it, yes. Yeah, like he's going to just go, holy fuck, I ruined my career there, folks. You know, and yeah. Especially because yeah. no bets are off the table. He said the slur, and they yeah. didn't pull him. They like, were yeah. like, all right, I guess you got to finish this one yeah. up, Tom. But Well, I mean, you, they couldn't go dead air. They had to go with the guy that, you know. And I mean, they may have not have even known. Oh, he said that it? It, yeah. it came out there. You know, it may just be someone like, hey, called him up and was like, hey, did you know y'all were on the air when this guy was calling? It, it, what was it? The, and forgive the slur, people, but I'm just, just what he said. The fan capital of the world. Is that what he said? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Jesus Christ. But the other thing is, like, yeah. I haven't done enough research into finding out. What is the fag capital? Of the yeah, world? what was he talking about? Who? Yeah. Where are yeah. we? Was he talking? Was he talking about Cincinnati? And they're or in was the home. He, yeah, 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 that's the home team. Or was he talking about you know like where they 
because it sounds like it breaks in in the middle of a conversation and like someone may have been like yeah next week we're in pittsburgh and he's like yeah yeah the the world you know i mean it's just you know you never know it's yeah let's hope that it wasn't something stereotypical like like, san francisco or or something even new york let's say because there was the old that old old the guy who was based off or Kenny Powers was based off of yeah. the character yeah. saying that horrendous shit where he was, I think, was playing the Mets. Yeah. Uh, not riding the subway, you know? Yeah. I just found that so funny. I immediately sent you the clip saying, like, this is the funniest shit I've ever fucking yeah. seen. Yeah, and it is. It's it's so funny just because he just, even in the middle of offering up his apologies and all, he cannot give up being the announcer, you know? Yeah. Uh, and he, yeah, if you look, because he could have just finished it up, mm-hmm. and then went back and said, you know, while well, I was giving my apology, uh, there was a hit, there was a home run, it, you know, whatever. But nope, he right into it, you know. And yeah, it if you read the article, the headline is, and this is the yeah. way I follow baseball essentially is through headlines. That'll be yeah. a lot of our baseball categories. Is um, NFL on Fox fires him. Not yeah. the major leagues. The NFL was already like, oh, thank God we don't got to pay this yeah. guy. Like, it's okay, cool. We're saving a little money here. We can bring in a lower level guy, yeah. pay him X amount. You know, we're, oh, thanks, Tom. You really saved us some money this year on the budget. Like, yeah. They should be sending him on a trip to San Francisco, I guess, or Pittsburgh, wherever, yeah. 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 <laughs> wherever he thinks the capital <laughs> is. I mean, go ahead and send him. Yeah, because man, he gave them a gift of not having to be with them anymore. Yeah, we truly saved some money on that one. Um, there's only one other uh, story that really stood out, um, and that's there's a guy on the San Diego Padres named Ferma- Fernando Ortiz. I guess he's some big wig. He's like one of the leading hitters or whatever. And there was an incident, I guess, within this week. There was an incident. That is so unbelievable and is why baseball sucks dick so hard. Because this guy, the Padres are up like 7-3? Yeah. Maybe 7-2. Something like that. They're up. Apparently, he, he threw three balls. The pitcher threw three balls to Ortiz. And Ortiz didn't look for the signal. That would be to take a strike. And what take a strike means is you just don't swing and let the guy throw down the middle. And what this comes into, and what the guy does, he misses, and then he he hits a grand slam, putting him up 11-2. His teammates were pissed at him. The other team, the Rangers, of course, were pissed at him. Their, Their manager was. Yeah. The manager for the Padres came out against his own player. It's the video that, that came it? up right after it's that nothing, on YouTube. It's yeah. nothing to really play, to be yeah, honest. Because he, he, well, it just says he apologizes for hitting the grand slam, it, and it comes down to the unwritten rules yeah, and, of baseball. And I hate that shit. I hate that shit. It's it, it, it it's like no. Fuck you. Yes. I had a chance to hit a grand slam home run and seal this fucking game up. You know, there's. Do you think Bill Belichick would be fucking pissed off because 
they didn't take a knee at a time when, yeah, they should have taken a knee. It was unwritten rule of football. Yeah. No, no. Baseball has these stupid-ass fucking unwritten rules. If it's unwritten, it ain't a fucking rule. I'm not apologizing for making my team win. Right. You know? It's so dumb. And the yeah. and then if you watch the clip of him hitting it out of the park... Yeah, and then everyone around just like there's no reaction from any any of his teammates. Yeah, one it, it shows there's a there's a um, a YouTuber, I forget what the name of their um, their podcast is or whatever they do, but the yeah. guy will break down. He'll do the uh, lip reading, and yeah. it, it, he's pretty accurate. He's pretty close. Sometimes you'd be like, I don't know if that was it, but yeah, there they showed the guy hitting it out of the park. Then the next batter goes up. He hits, gets on first, and then turns to the Rangers bench and goes, we'll talk to him. It's like, what the fuck is there to talk about? The yeah. cool thing is, a lot of players came out on Twitter and go, as far as I know, the rules are, you hit the fucking ball out of the park. There's yeah. no more of this unwritten rules yeah. bull fucking Un- shit. Yeah, it, it's the dumbest thing. It goes, It literally goes back to a time when baseball first fucking started. Over 150 fucking years ago. Whenever it was a gentleman's sport, let's go out and hit the ball, okay, we'll run around and, well, you know, a good sportsman would never hit on that fourth pitch. We would just go ahead and, you know, no, yeah. shut the fuck up. This is, a, we play sports now. We get millions of dollars to win fucking games for our fans. Fuck you. I'm hitting the ball. I'm hitting a home run and I'm making my fucking team win. And by the way, if we're going off unwritten rules because it was way yeah. in the beginning, weren't yeah. wasn't there like... I mean, didn't they change like an official rule of no blacks in baseball? Like yeah, maybe change yeah, the unwritten yeah, ones, yeah. you know? Maybe change the stupid ass fucking rules that don't actually exist. And here's my thing, and I, I said it before, and I'll say it again: if it ain't on fucking paper, it ain't a fucking rule. And guess what? I'm not apologizing for winning the fucking game. Yeah, I'm. I'm just that just fucking kills me that there that, that he felt he had to apologize. For breaking an unwritten rule. Now, I've definitely heard, and I can agree with some unwritten rules. Um, I can't think of one right now. I guess I'd go case-by-case basis. But anything that has to do with scoring, no. There ain't no rule yeah, about no, that. No, It, it was, was time to score some fucking points. It really was, honestly, yeah. like the best baseball week for me ever in life of actually following the sport and being like, yeah. wow, these are two crazy fucking stories. And right. it's kind of interesting. However, it goes with this fuck up, the the, the racial or the, the, the anti-gay slur. Yeah. yeah. However, it goes with him is interesting as well as funny, but pretty. We'll see what happens. You know, yeah. this one is very interesting because it's like, uh, again, a, a lot of younger players came out and older yeah. players of like, man, keep swinging. Don't even listen to anybody. Yeah. But I couldn't imagine this guy now like. Dude, I was real. I'm doing shit. I'm leading the league. Like I'm, a, I think he's a rookie too, possibly. Yeah. And he His names Fernando Tatis. Oh, Tatis. T- yeah, it's T A T I S. I may, I may have mispronounced that. I don't know. Fans, let us know. Well, it's you, better than me yeah. calling him Ortiz the whole yeah. time. Well, you oh. know, you're you're married to a Mexican. You can fuck up like that. Uh, uh, see, see, <laughs> I had a couple Modellos in me, and <laughs> I was see, if I had fucked up like that, Jack, Lily White, middle aged Southern <laughs> yeah. male, I'm fucked. But you, you married in, you got permission to fuck up every now and then. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
right, let's move on. Yeah. Get myself in trouble. Uh, <laughs> again, though, that was all really the baseball news I had. Yeah. Now, this has been an interesting one because we were going to pick. We decided we're just going to pick teams randomly. Right. Um, and I will tell you. Why don't you go ahead? Go, go ahead. Okay, go well, the, the team, because I, I don't really follow baseball anymore. Like I said, I used to collect baseball cards. I used to be really into baseball. I loved it. Um, but then um, I'll say it, the strike happened. Mm-hmm. The steroids happened. Yes. Uh, the Astros are cheating like fucking crazy, apparently. There seems to always be a scandal. Yeah. So I'm going to go back to for my team. That I'm just going to pick. I'm going to go back to a time when baseball was pure for me. When I was like uh, probably seven, eight years old. Okay. And there was this older kid that I knew, and I just loved this guy. He was my, he was my, you know, you have that guy that you look up to. Like yeah. I want to be that guy. Yeah, and that guy's actually doing. Yeah, he's water... actually a fucking douchebag. Yeah. Or whatever, you know, but he's doing yeah. a water bong shot or right in his shed. Yeah. But at seven, <laughs> but at seven years old, you don't know, man. You're just like, yeah, that's cool. But he loved the Atlanta Braves. Okay. And that got me loving the Atlanta Braves. And so that's my the very first team back whenever I was a little guy and baseball was pure. Right. That's the team that I love. So that's the team I'm going to follow. I'm going to follow the Braves. Atlanta Braves, all I know about them is the fact that uh, Killer Mike represents them hard. Yes. In fact, Yankee and the Brave, their last album, one from New York, one from Atlanta. Great title. Yes. Great, uh, great tracks. Great music. Not why we're here. Also, right. uh, the Braves... If I'm not mistaken, they were in movies, right? Or at least their logo was part of some movies. Was it the Martin Sheen? Not Martin Sheen. Charlie Sheen No, movie? no. That was the Cleveland Indians. Oh, yeah, shit. That was Major League. Oh, this ain't good. I'm mixing up my- That was Chief Wahoo, which I think, they've, I think they've since removed Chief Wahoo as their- as their their thing, because it was a little bit of a ra- racist depiction of a of a Native American. I mean, this really sets. Uh, I hope people stick around to the end to hear how much I know about sports, and I think yeah. I do. I have mispronounced one guy's name. I completely messed up my Native American teams, and I'm laughing at a guy who's saying gay slurs. This is great, great, yeah. great look, Jack. Oh boy. Well, so you're going with the Braves. I like the Braves. the Braves. I yeah. like the I like the look of them. Good team, I guess. I don't know. Have you done or yeah. seen where they're at? Uh, their their current <laughs> record is fourteen and eleven. All right, we got so, some work to do. We got yeah, some got a little Braves. work to do. Uh, but yeah, I'll, go ahead on. Let's go with your team, and then we'll I'll look up real quick there where they are in the standings. Now, I I am a guy that. Uh, is from Texas. I was born in Arlington. Yes. Ballpark was not far away. Texas Rangers fan when I was younger. And then quickly realized I didn't like baseball as much as I thought. Yeah. Started watching uh, different sports, really just running outside, creating our own sports. I moved to Beaumont, Texas, and everyone is a Houston Astros fan. I've been plenty of times. I have enjoyed the Houston Astros. I followed them. Last season, when they were on their World Series run, mm-hmm. and uh, boy, I really got into it. I I loved it. I was like, hell yeah, I'm kind of feeling the vibe. And then we all saw what happened. Right. I mean, to the point where they had monitors on their chest, 
And there's there's video of the guy running down the third baseline after hitting a home run going, don't pull my shirt off. It's crazy. You're going to see that. Like, right. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and I started looking around. I look at the – I like uh, – I don't know why. I, I should be in Pennsylvania. I'm always attracted to Pittsburgh and Philly and all the other, you know, I'll watch the Philly 76ers, the Pittsburgh Pirates. You know, yeah. I'll watch them. I like the Phillies, their old logo, the maroon and baby blue. That was nice. A nice right. little thing. And then I started thinking about it with the Fernando situation, with these unwritten rules. And what it came down to last year is the Astros were saying, well, this is an unwritten rule we're breaking. It's not a real rule. That was kind of what they were leaning on. Yeah. And that's why I will say I agree with unwritten rules case by case. And I am standing here today telling you it's a three-peat for the Houston teams with me. I'm going with the Houston Astros this season. We're you going, goddamn cheaters. Oh, no. We're the heels of the league. We're the only thing making things interesting. Pitchers are throwing random shots at our guys' heads. Bregman, I bet they Altuve, are. Just trying to nail these little midgets and pinstripes. You should watch it. It's beautiful. Well, you're currently two and a half games back. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. That's good, right? The, the <laughs> Athletics, who this would have been interesting because that's almost the team I chose. Oh, was the Athletics because the Athletics are number one right now in that in that league now. But this is to show you how fucked up 2020 is. I looked up the standings while while you were announcing your team. Yes. Um, the Braves, with a 14 and 11 record, okay, are currently number one in the National League East. Ooh, yes, sir. They, uh, they, the closest to them are the Marlins, who are one and a half games back. Okay, yeah, and then uh, um, at 14 and 11, at 14 and 11, they uh, this, it, but I mean, it, it in the year 2020, yeah, hey, go figure, yeah, you know, right. It, uh, and plus, you know, it is a truncated short season, so that's why the numbers aren't, you know, exactly. How much is it truncated, by the way? I, I don't. I don't know. I never. I didn't either. I didn't find out how much they short shorten the season by. I'm I'm sure it's a lot. Yeah, they're not gonna play 360 yeah, games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. 162, but okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll go with it. Yeah, but I'll, I'll learn you about some baseball, Jack. It, it actually, that's kind of weird. I haven't given a shit about baseball in years, but after I said it and I felt it, yeah, and then I looked it up, and I'm like, "God damn, I'm kind of getting my baseball mojo back." It I'm comes watch this shit. It's like riding a bike, dude. Yeah, I knew it would get you back. Yeah, I I'm, saw your blank stares with the NBA, but me talking yeah. passionately about it, yeah, still couldn't pull you. Well, over, what, but that's okay. Well, that's okay. no, no, the NBA. It, I think what it's going to take is is me watching a couple of Lakers games and watching LeBron go at it with somebody, you know, right. and, and do his thing, and then I'll be right back into that. But but the baseball thing, what a lot of people out there don't know, and I'm going to let the fans of the show know, and and you, by looking at me now, I'm sure you're all going to laugh when you hear this, but when I was a little kid. I was actually pretty damn good at baseball. Right. And you've told me this. Yeah. And, and then and I had an eye problem and so then it, you know, kinda got lost. But yeah, yeah. And and I liked baseball. And it was the same way I said with basketball. I used to play. Yeah. I do still like the game itself. Right. It right. helps definitely the Houston Rockets have some great stars with Harden. Yeah. The leading 
uh, yep. offensive player like and Russell beard. Westbrook. Oh, yeah. Anybody with a beard like that's just all right in my book. And he cries and he whines. I mean, but yeah, he's a yeah. great player. Yeah. He's yeah. just a great. Yeah. He's kind of a heel. He's yeah, kind of a heel he is. He kind of is. And I'm going with the Astros again because they are the heel of the league right It yep. could not be a better wrestling story right yep. now. So that's who I'm going to go with. I'm going to try to follow him a little bit, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, okay. So, so we, we've got our three most American things picked. We've, we've got our, 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 we talked football. We've yes. got our baseball. We've got our basketball picks. Um, we're actually running up on an hour here. So, um, I think next week we come back and we may throw some, Hockey in there, uh, uh, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we, it, I don't. I, hey, I grew up in Southern Arkansas at a time when hockey had not spread all over America. You would literally have to go live up in Northern United States or Canada to see a hockey game. So, right, I never got into it at all. So I just know nothing about it. And it also speaks to your picks of. The Cowboys, LeBron James, in Atlanta. Yeah, like it. It, it speaks yeah. to that of we didn't have a team in our state that right. you could follow. Right. Yeah. Where in Texas, that was huge. Yeah, in Texas, you know where I'm. You're not a Spurs. You know when I came up here, you're not a Spurs yeah. fan. I'm like, no, I'm a Rockets fan. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they have got a choice. This, yeah, well, it's also right like there because you got that. You got Harden. Like, no, I mean he's great, but I'm also a huge Texans fan, yeah. huge Rockets fan. Or not huge, but you know it goes along. And if you yeah. have all three in one city, yeah. So I'm yeah. A, I'm a ride Houston all the way. Again, I love your picks of Dallas, LeBron James, not a team, yeah, not a team. Uh, <laughs> Which I commend for you not going the Lakers and right. just LeBron. Right. And then uh, yeah, Atlanta Braves. This should be exciting. This will yeah. be fun to follow. Absolutely, and uh, it'll be fun to follow. It'll be fun to talk about. And also, um, for people out there, you know, Jack and I have been discussing some things. Uh, we may have a special commentator on sometime for soccer. Uh, <laughs> it's hard for me to even say that word. It's kind of difficult. Um, we're, we're discussing that now because we know someone who is an extreme soccer fan. It, it, in fact, not even from this country, which explains why they're a soccer fan. Yes. Um, and then I was also thinking that uh, we, we have a couple of friends, too, that uh, really love the world of sports entertainment. So we might yes. have a segment in the future for maybe some wrestling coming up. But we'll we'll see. We'll go, we're we're going to play it by ear. We're just here. It's two guys having a good time talking about a subject that sometimes we don't know shit about. But, hey, we might, you know, but we have an opinion for some damn reason. We do. I know you're trying yeah. to wrap this up, but I got one more from the sports world. Oh, shit. Here we go. In Chicago, yep. the Windy City Riot happened. Michael Broad Gumby won the Windy City Riot. You should look <laughs> it up. It's a fantastic rolling, rollerblading event. Well, it's gone on for 20 years. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of rollerblading. I will be bringing you all the news. And if I can figure out logistics of disc golf, you'll damn sure be getting that news, too, when I can figure it out. That's right, folks. You heard it here for first. Uh, that Dare Sportscast uh, supports trans rights. Anyway, yes, uh, <laughs> y'all have a good uh, good day. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.